everybody is made of scalar energy. Even our chakras, our brain waves are composed of scalar energy. So when you tune yourself to that understanding, when you become in harmony with scalar energy, it puts you on a course of study. It puts you on a course of discovery. Welcome to the My Future Business Show, where we get you in front of your best audience and keep you there. Not only are we interviewing the biggest names in business to help you become even more successful, we're inviting you to book your spot on the show to help you grow your business. So at the end of the call, make sure you fill in the interview application form at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the show. This is the My Future Business Show. It's the show that gets you in front of your best audience and keeps you there. Now, uh, for anybody who's watched the show for any length of time, you know my name is Rick Nusky. I'm the host. I'm also the luckiest person in the world to be able to sit with Mr. Tom Palladino today. Welcome to the show, Tom. A pleasure. Thank you for the invite. Yes, no, absolutely my pleasure to have you here. Now, you are um, a scalar energy researcher. You have more than 25 years experience developing healing techniques designed to help people all over the world to recover from what is known as pathogenic infection so they can go on to experience true health and wellness. Now, there is a lot to unpack on today's call, Tom. You and I just basically spoke about some of the impacts that um, I've actually experienced by following your process. And now I, I thought I was dreaming. Um, and we're going to take a deep dive into the experiences that I'm having with this, uh, as, as are my family. But before we do that, let's do a bit of a background check. There's been more people uh, come on to the show as listeners since the last time we spoke, Tom. I'm wondering if you could just share a little bit about where you are, uh, things like, you know, where you're calling in from, that sort of thing. Oh, sure. I'm calling in from uh, the state of Florida and United States, and I, I am a scalar energy researcher. That's my uh, that's my proclivity in life. That's my volition. Yeah, fantastic. Now, what's different about the My Future Business Show is we like to obviously go back a little bit further. We don't just talk about business. And for everybody who's new to the show, Tom, tell us a little bit about uh, your life before Scalar Energy. Did you do anything prior to that? Um, what was your professional experiences and educational background? Yeah, well, my professional experiences, my educational background, um, I would have to say it's it's been a labor of love for both. Um, I've always had this idea to to grow a scalar energy healing ministry, if you will. Mm. But it took background. It took a it took a, a years of education. It took years of trial and error, and I had to work like anybody else, and I still have to work in order to support this this uh, if you will this emerging science. So, yep. I, I'm 62 years of age. Um, I, I bear the scars of those 62 years of age, but that, <laughs> that's wisdom in the making. So that's what it takes. So I, my trajectory is similar to that of other people. Yep. It's a lot of hard work. You have to educate yourself. You have to be persistent. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Now, uh, I know that you must be super busy doing all of the work with Scalar Energy as you are, but tell us, do you have any time for hobbies and downtime and what do you like oh. to do? I do, and I'm blessed. I have two grandkids, and so Lovely. on weekend I see my grandkids, and it's it's um it, it it gives greater meaning to life. And it's funny because in the field that you deal with, you know, you see children, and they don't seem to have as much um, uh, energy issues, do they? Do they seem more pure to you in that regard? They, they are. I I think many of the the young people today, provided their diet is sound, yep. many of the young people are very healthy because they. They don't have emotional blocks. Yeah. They don't have psychological blocks. They, mm. they live life for, to the fullest. And I think we could learn something from them. Yeah, absolutely. I look at my own children and I think, 
what it would be to be uh, wise, even at their age, you know, 10 and 12, and you think to yourself, if you only knew what I knew now, <laughs> at the age of 10, how much how much wiser would you be? <laughs> now, tell me something, um, Tom, do you take some time out for uh, other things, other enjoyments, such as movies, going out for a meal, and if so, what do you do? Of course, I, I've got a beautiful wife. We always have a date night at least once a week. Fantastic. Uh, we, we travel. Um, you know, it's, it's necessary to have downtime. I, last year, I had two vacations. Uh, and coming out of COVID, that was a, a welcoming. Yeah. You know, the fact that we were under quarantine. Well, I got away for two weeks. And actually, I traveled uh, uh, two times out of the country. So it was wonderful. Do you find yourself, when you're looking at your grandchildren's reflecting on your own childhood, what do you remember about your childhood, do you think? I had an idyllic childhood, and mm. I think that's so important. You have to raise the children well, and you have to give them that security and that love, because that really uh, will will export itself throughout their lives. So I've, I've learned from my idyllic childhood, you try and keep things very simple and very clean with the, the young generation. That, that will pay off in the long run. Thank you. I, I, I know that uh, you followed the work of Nikola Tesla and the likes, but prior to all of that, which I'd love to take a deep dive on if we can, Tom, um, do, who, who did you look to uh, around you for inspiration as you were growing up? You know, I, I've always had a great devotion to God, obviously. Uh, mm -hmm. God, the Holy Spirit has always guided me. As a scientist, Nikola Tesla was always an inspiration. Why? Because he overcame almost insurmountable obstacles. He not only was a great genius, but he was persistent. And this is what I find with any invention. If you believe in something, you have to go for it. You have to go after it. Whether it's an invention or a business or some type of business idea. Yeah. This is what I saw in Tesla. He, he was unrelenting. He never gave up. Was he criticized for the work he was doing because it was such a groundbreaking field? I think so. It, it was it was so different. You know, he was introducing to the world free energy. That's what yeah. scalar energy is. It's free energy. And he was in many ways ostracized for that because the world did not want free energy. The world, some people wanted to make money off of us. Yes, absolutely. And I remember um, the last time we spoke, we talked about his dome that he had created. I wonder yes. if we could touch on that again, because it fascinates me. It really does. In 1899, Tesla set up a, a laboratory in Colorado Springs, and that laboratory was surmounted by a copper dome. And apparently that copper dome collected star energy. Now, if you look very closely at this laboratory, it was miles away from any power plant. And why would he build a, a, a scalar energy tower on the side of a mountain? Well, he knew that the power would come from the stars. It would not be come from me mechanical in, endeavors. So... Tessa built the first free energy tower in Colorado Springs, and he demonstrated free energy from that tower in Colorado Springs. Now, I know that what we're talking about is, is much different than, say, base electrical energy, but I guess they're somehow related. But uh, I'm wondering, with the advent of industrial uh, improvements in technology, we're now seeing this, uh, uh, I guess, uh, awareness and introduction of the electrical vehicle becoming mainstream. Tell us a little yes. bit about your perspective of that. Yeah, um, that's a step in the right direction. Um, yeah. It's not the answer for everything, but nonetheless, let's say we can improve upon the design of an electrical vehicle. Yeah. This, this is not my bailiwick, but let's just be, let's be speak in general terms. Then that's going to be a great advantage to mankind. We're, we're reducing pollution, obviously, yeah. and we're going to be able to get 
a, a greater mileage out of a, a electrical car than we would out of a combustion engine. Mm. So all of that is positive. So I look at this as the beginning stages. No electrical cars are not perfect. I realize the battery is expensive. I realize the it, to build the battery, there's significant uh, wherewithal, and some of that involves pollution to, yeah. to actually create these batteries. But nonetheless, let's give Elon Musk credit for at least starting this industry. He, we're off to a running start. You can't uh, bury your head in the sand and hope everything improves. You actually got to make some changes, don't you? Yes, yes, you do. And I, I give him all the credit in the world for at least being at the, uh, at the vanguard of this movement. There's a lot of people that are on this call today, Tom, that are going to get a lot of value from this. But also, as a, a I guess, a, an entrepreneur, a business owner, a scientist, um, tell us a little bit about your daily routine, how important it is to look after yourself. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, I always start the day off with a prayer. Um, and I try to have a, a meaningful research career by having goals. Every day I have goals. I have a research goal and I also have a business goal. Yeah. And if I can meet those goals, those daily goals of research and a business goal, well, then I know I'm ahead of the game. And if you can do that five days out of a week or six days out of a week, and if you look at the cumulative effect, that, that's what really makes a career. And this is what I've done. I've not wasted my time watching television. I'm rather industrious. I keep at it. Yep. And I and I keep, if you will, my nose to the grindstone. And w as long as you have goals and you have to have goals because it gives you direction that that adds up. There's really an incredible cumulative effect there. Do you find that the goals that you're setting that you're achieving? Always, always, because always. they're realistic goals. Yep. Yes. You know, every day I have a, a, a short term goal. I have a long term goal. I have a five year goal. And within five years, I want to be on the cusp of creating a free energy device. Well, in order to create a free energy device, I have to learn more about scalar energy. But is that a goal of mine? Yes. Hopefully within five, six, seven years, I will develop free energy. So that's the thing. That's the ultimate mission of your life, isn't it? Yes, it is. If, yes. I, can, if I can liberate mankind with free energy, that would be the, really the crowning jewel in my, in my scientific career. Yeah, no, some people would look at this and say, you're crazy, there's no way this is going to happen. But like every new uh, invention or uh, revelation of such, there's a lot we don't know about humanity and what we're capable of. Do you agree with that? Of course, of course. And you can't listen to the naysayers. Hmm. Don't, don't let them drag you down. Anything's, anything is possible, anything. So what am I getting at? Nikola Tesla had free energy devices. So in many ways, if I can copy him or, or if you will, uh, reverse engineer his, his theories, his inventions, then I too will be able to invent free energy devices. So if you don't mind, I'd love to introduce Bob Proctor because he obviously is a well-known professional, sadly passed away now, but he always talked about how we're energy centers and that by harnessing the power of energy and, and the way we think about who we are in existence, we can essentially manifest the things that we would like to achieve. Tell us how, how this is different than that. Uh, well, it, it just might be the, the same, if not identical. So everybody is made of scalar energy. Even our chakras, our brain waves are composed of scalar energy. So when you tune yourself to that, to that understanding, when you become in harmony with the universe or in harmony with scalar energy, 
then that really it entrains you, it trains your mind, it, it, if you will. It puts you on a course of study. It puts you on a course of discovery. It puts you on a course of enlightenment. I don't think there's, there's any mistake that the word enlightenment, gaining it's wisdom, it knowledge, yeah, is, is, is really a, an afflatus or, if you will, a delivery of light, specifically scalar light. So my point is many of these people, Bob Proctor was one of them, they always instilled this, this principle of setting a goal, of being positive, of being realistic, of, of looking at the pros and cons of a situation. Now, that's not only true for business, but it's true for me as a researcher. Mm. I have to be very realistic with my time and, and the assets that I have. But if, if I can juggle that, yep. oh, my goodness, then it's a successful career. I'd love to, if we can, turn back the pages of time and go to that moment where you thought, this is for me. This is what I want to do. What was the moment? Was it you reading a Nikola Tesla article? What was it? it, it was, I, as a youngster, I read about Nikola Tesla. And then later in my life, at age 33, I met um, a family by the name of the Hieronymus family. This Hieronymus family was developing scalar energy instruments. I actually purchased a scalar energy instrument from the Hieronymus family. And when I understood its, its mechanism and how this energy worked, it's not electricity, and I saw what this energy could do, I, I realized the benefits, the functions of this energy, and hence the benefits to be derived from this energy, I said to myself, this is it. This is it. This is, you... Without equivocation, this is what I want to do. See, I've, I've spoken about Bob. And now I'd love to ask you about, you know, we see so many sources of energy around us nowadays. We have uh, mobile transmission towers, mobile devices. We've got radiation treat, uh, treatment equipment, TV towers, and the list goes on and on. Are we in the same realm or are we at a different level altogether? Just for those yeah. who don't understand. Yeah, sure. There, there are two dimensions. So <clears throat> to understand this from a fundamental aspect, scalar energy is not electricity. There are two different energies. There's two different dimensions. Now, why do I like scalar energy? There's no side effects with it. Mm. it. It does not in any way seem to imperil human health or animal health for that matter. Yeah. As opposed to electricity, especially certain types of high voltage that can be harmful. You know, you've heard frequently, Rick, many people do not want to live by high voltage wires because they think there's just too much EMF in that vicinity and they feel that a great deal of electrical current could produce some type of illness. Same as wind turbines, I might add. Yeah, I, I, so I would concur with that. That's That has been proven. With scalar energy, the energy of the stars, <clears throat> there is no drawback. There is there is no incidence of, of um, any incidence in which you would see your health imperiled ever. I'd love to pivot back to your daily routine for a moment. I wonder, do you sit there in, in stillness and just can you harness that energy? Do you know how to switch on it on and off? Is it like that or is it omnipresent? It is omnipresent, but everybody who has a mind and the heart has the ability to access scalar energy, the energy, the intelligence of the cosmos. And I really want to encourage people, the more you pray and the more you think positive thoughts, the greater your, your awareness and the greater this capture of scalar energy will be. If you've ever looked at the lifestyles of some people, very famous people, holy mm. people, successful people, they seem to be able to, to latch onto, to grab onto that energy presence. Now, some people call that the Holy Spirit. Some people call that pranas. Chi. Call it what you will. Yes, chi. Call it what you will. It's, it's awareness. It's consciousness. 
And when people are very successful, I, I see that they work with nature and not against nature. So this is a very interesting uh, segue into a conversation I wanted to have with you about Reiki. This is for the ages. This is something cultures that have embraced for a long time, Chinese culture, uh, globally. There's cultures around that have known about this and harnessed it well before yes. you and I existed. Tell us a little bit about the background. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what I'm doing is rediscovering the, the century-old uh, axiom that energy is everything. Mm. Meaning what? Well, scalar energy from the sun and the stars, I have an instrument that can harness that energy. But many cultures realize that a pyramid or an obelisk could, could capture that energy. Many people, many cultures felt that, that the mind, or if you will, there, there, there are certain functions to the mind that cannot be described that, that are really out of this world. Those functions are scalar energy functions, meaning how is it that some people have the gift of a, a deja vu or, or they can foretell by, by prophecy a future event? Or how is it some people that have intuition? Or here's another one for you. Why was it that Mozart could compose, could, could at the age of five, compose a musical composition? Mm. That is this afflatus, that's this consciousness that many people enjoy, some more than others. So where do these ideas come from? It's consciousness. How can we create? How can we think? It's consciousness. It's scalar energy, the instructions of the universe. When you talked about the pyramids, it was a question I was going to ask you because they're geometrically perfect, aligned with the stars in a certain way. I'm certainly not a specialist, so I know just about that much. So why was it then that uh, they're still uh, talking about this today, that we've almost lost that level of intelligence and we've almost dumbed down and we're now having to redefine, re-understand, relearn this? You know, why does that happen? Many of those pyramids, I, I believe, are scalar energy capacitors or they collect scalar energy and that's why they can perform these incredible feats many people have said that they've ventured inside a pyramid and their dream state enhances um, it's been said that um, uh, wild animals if they ventured inside a pyramid that wild animal if it would die the body would not decompose why because scalar energy slows down chemical decomposition so if you look at many pyramids, not all of them, but many pyramids can, are really scalar energy capacitors. And by controlling and harnessing that energy, it's a different dimension inside a pyramid. See, this is the thing. When I talk with you, Tom, I, I know that you know your stuff because you can't make this stuff up. You know, these are well, well grounded in science. So I really appreciate you opening up. Now, tell us a little bit. Let's turn to pathogenic infection. What is it and how does scalar energy help? Sure. Okay. So working with scalar energy, it's intelligence. It's the intelligence of the universe. So if my two fingers represent a molecule, scalar energy can assemble a molecule or mm. break a molecule apart. So with this instrument that I've developed, I break apart molecular structures of viruses and bacteria. So by way of intelligence, energy, I can easily break apart, say, the human papillomavirus. I can easily break apart uh, mycobacterium tuberculosis that causes TB. So this instrument allows me to have access, really consummate control over microbes, germs, in which I can easily break apart a microbe. Well, what does that mean to mankind? Well, there's thousands of diseases caused by microbes. So if my technique is correct and accurate, I have 
discovered the easy way to break apart, to get rid of, if you will, microbes. What does that mean to mankind? Seriously, positive implications. Sure. And the fact that I do this remotely by way of a photograph, nobody visits my laboratory just for matter of conversation. (laughs) As much as you, as much as you're a great conversationalist, Tom. (laughs) Likewise. (laughs) If I hold my photograph up, this is a source of light. It's a piece of paper with my photograph, but it, it has my light signature. That is me. And scalar energy is found on that photograph. It's my scalar energy thumbprint or my fingerprint or my identification. So I work with people around the world by way of a photograph. Meaning what? Well, when you really get into scalar energy theory, people bilocate in the quantum realm. And people can bilocate to me through their photograph. So I never suggest people come to me and that I place them nearby this instrument. These people will simply send their photograph by email, and that way people will bilocate to North America, to my laboratory, and I can work through them with their quantum energy through that quantum dimension. I have so many questions. I wonder, um, in terms of dreams, we're obviously at a different energy state when we're asleep. Now, I spoke with you earlier about a dream that I had really uh, last night. It was very vivid. I'm wondering, is that... Is that me bilocating? Is that how, what is that? Exactly. When people first go under our program, their chakras are balanced and their brain waves are balanced because again, a photograph carries your brain waves. It carries your chakras. Now, with the scalar energy instrument, once we start working with you, people say that their dream state improves. People say that they have very vivid dreams that they can actually recall the dreams that they're having. What does that prove? That proves that this is consciousness, that through your photograph, I can access your consciousness. I can access your conscious and your subconscious mind. Quite fascinating. Yeah. That scalar energies will be the doorway to uh, not only physical health, but to emotional health in the future. It would seem to me, if that's the case, you'd have to be um, a, a a, I guess a practitioner who has the best interests of people in mind or the, the animals, etc. Would you, you agree with that? I agree. And, and if I look at all of my predecessors, every scalar energy researcher that I know was a humanitarian. They're yeah. Good men. They're, well, you talk they, about being a humanitarian, so I'd love to talk about that. Yeah, they, they were all God-fearing men, and, and thank God they were God-fearing men because this is a very powerful energy. This is mm. very powerful intelligence. And uh, I, I would only want this in the hands of those who are morally correct. Now, I know that, uh, you know, everything vibrates at a certain level. And I've, I learned a lot of this from through Bob Proctor's work, which I love. Tell me, does it work on uh, food and water? Of course. Yep. Scalar energy is everywhere. Again, it's sunlight, starlight. So actually, scalar energy is the animating force behind photosynthesis. All of plant life owes its owes its actually life force energy to, to scalar energy. Scalar energy allows plants to grow. Yeah. And why why do I say that? My predecessor, a man by the name of Galen Hieronymus, would routinely grow plants in his basement in the dark. He had scalar energy instruments, and he would grow those plants under the influence of scalar energy in the dark, and the plants would experience normal yeah, yeah. The, the plants would experience a normal growth cycle in his basement in the dark, proving that most likely scalar energy is the animating force behind photosynthesis. I was going to say it defies the laws of physics almost, doesn't it, in many ways? 
It does, Rick. But the key consideration is there are two energies, and hence there's two explanations now for the universe. Sadly, academia today only considers one explanation, which is electromagnetic energy. Well, if there's two energies, then there's two explanations. Yes, absolutely. Loving this call, Tom. Always love talking with you about these things. Now, we've talked about, I guess, the physical manifestation at that sort of level. We're vibrating in our foods and all that sort of thing. Tell me, can it help to reset our emotional state? And which happens first, the physical resetting or the emotional resetting? I would say both because scalar energy always acts instantaneously. There's no time lag, so to speak. Uh, From my experience, some people have come to us and they had depression. And after a month or two of scalar energy sessions, they're no longer depressed. So apparently this has changed their conscience. That scalar energy has some way reprogrammed their brain waves and their seven chakras. And accordingly, they're happier. They're no longer depressed. I remember when I first started working with scalar energy, I treated a young lady by way of her photograph. Yep. And she, she did not want to eat. She, she was really um, finicky about the food that she was eating. After I treated her, she had a healthy diet. Her, her attitude changed. So what, what happened? Well, scalar energy probably corrected her conscience and said, eat, just be normal. Eat, don't, just don't, be normal. don't starve yourself. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? So it opens up many doors of possibility. Now, I think I know the answer to my next question, Tom, but does it work better on men or women? Uh, equally, equally. equally. But yeah. Now, this is not sexist. Women usually feel it more so than men. Ah, because they're generally more receptive? or I think so. I think women are, are more accepting of this, and they're just more, they, they feel it. It's, it's almost tangible to them in many cases. Now, pets are a big part of our lives. They are part of our family. What about pets? Are they at a different vibrational level? Will it work for them? It does work with pets. It will work for anything in the, in the world. I'm, I've worked with elephants in the past, elephants in Asia that had viral disease, and we were able to clear, remove, eradicate the viruses in elephants. So will it work for your pets? Yes. Well, this every, every animal, including your pet, could benefit from a, a brain balancing. From a yep. chakra bouncing, every animal's dogs, cats, they have brain waves, they have chakras to some extent. Yep. And, yep. and I, I see uh, many people from around the world have said that after working with their pet, their testimony is that their pet is happier, that their pet has a greater zest for life. Yep. Well, I, how could I do that? Well, it, I don't do that. The energy you, does that. Yeah, you're, you're just the facilitator as such, aren't you? Now, tell me, Tom. Um, a lot of people are going to want to know the process. You've touched on the photo, but um, um, you know, if you don't try this, you're not going to know anything about it. So please share with us. Um, if somebody wants to go through this process, what happens? Because I know personally that there are follow-up sequences that you connect with uh, people like myself. And you keep communicating, and it's, it's a really interesting process. Thank you. Thank you. So I want to prove this. How do I prove it? I give away 15 days of free sessions. My yeah. website is scalarlight.com. Anybody in the world can upload, email us your photograph. You can email your family photographs, get their permission, and let us treat you for 15 days. We'll, we'll eradicate pathogens, viruses, fungi, b- bacteria. Number two, we'll balance your chakras, and we'll also be able, on the third aspect, to create nutrients. We can create micronutrients yeah. with this instrument. So with those three protocols, after 15 days, you will feel a shift. Most people say, I feel better. 
And this is why anybody in the world is entitled to 15 days of free sessions. Yeah, fantastic. Great feedback. Thank you very much, Tom. Now, um, in terms of, uh, you must get hundreds of thousands of images. How is it that you process? Because I think it'd be a natural question for people to have. You've only got, uh, I guess, a finite limited amount of machinery yeah. there. How do you do it? Well, photographs are sent to me and, and it's an automatic uploader. We have a computer uploader. Ah. And then the photographs are placed on one piece of paper. They're miniaturized. So right. today in my laboratory, I had miniaturized photographs. I had half a million miniaturized photographs wow. that I ran through the instrument. So when you can computerize this, then you can scale it. And the fact that everything, you can fit a million or two million photographs in an instrument at one time, I treat everybody simultaneously. So today I treated half a million people simultaneously. That's great. Yeah, that should give rise to the notion, to the consideration that this is a global healing ministry. And that's where we're going with this. I want to work with billions of people around the world. Now tell me, Tom, before we wrap up this wonderful call, when people start uh, this process, this uh, journey with uh, Scalar Light, which is the brand name behind Scalar Energy, um, what should they be, I guess, cognizant of? Should, should they be changing their behavior? Should they be you know, flushing with pure water? What's the, what's the process for them? People don't have to change anything. Do not change your lifestyle unless you're not living a proper lifestyle. Eat well, sleep well but realize that this animating force will do the work for you. You do not have to change your lifestyle. You do not have to change your exercise regimen. And let the energy, this, this God force energy, make the improvement that you need, that you deserve. That's fantastic. Look, everybody was on this call today. Clearly the time has flown by. We've just touched the surface of what this magnificent uh, uh, very, very interesting topic can do for your life. So if you're interested in learning more, definitely pop over to scalarlight.com. I'll be making sure that the link back to Tom and all of his work and in the process uh, that you need to follow when you get there are available below this call. No matter where you see it, you're going to find that link. And Tom, it is always a pleasure to have you on the My Future Business Show. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for joining us today. If you enjoyed the call, then make sure to subscribe, leave a comment, share us with your friends and book your spot on the show at myfuturebusiness.com forward slash interviews. And if you're looking for solutions that will help grow your business, then visit myfuturebusiness.com forward slash shop.